recorded by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. Hey, good evening. Welcome to the Chris and Nina Real Estate Podcast. How you doing? We're back for another powerful week. Um, How you doing, Nina? I'm good, and I'm Nina, by the way. (laughs) Hey, I'm Chris. That's the way we open up the show. Exactly. You know, it's not like there's someone else here. Now, (laughs) anyway, um, we could have people. We always have people around. Yeah, you're right. Depends whether we make plans and plan ahead of time and. We can always have if we want anyone for sure. But yeah, so how you been? How was your week, yeah, Chris? Yeah, I'm, I'm great. We had like the holiday. It's like really a short, short week with school and track season. And um, yeah, it was a really short week. Um, did you enjoy your holiday week? Short week. You know what? I used to not enjoy the time off because, you know, I'm, hi, I'm Nina and I'm workaholic for real. Uh, I really was at a point where I counted the minutes yeah. i counted the minutes and left my watch on overnight um just to see when like the time will go by and some people would say oh why you're not enjoying your time at home and that's not the case it's yeah. just that whenever you have responsibilities all you want to do is really to get back yeah, in front of the computer in front of the in front of the phone and um so i really used to wait for time to um you know, to pass. If you could just give me one moment, I'm going to um, close the door over there. Yeah. And okay, we should be back. So anyway, uh, the Yankees are making the playoffs, so I was excited to see them clinch. And um, I think Aaron Judge, just one of them broke some record or tied a record or something. Okay. So, you know, happened with that. So sports wise, the Giants game was pretty good on Monday. I enjoyed that. That was a real good game. I I um. Normally fall asleep when they play Dallas, but I stayed awake. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been an interesting week. Uh, yes, it has. Sports wise, you, know, you don't watch sports, right? You know, you know, you know. Do you Sorry know who Michael that. Jordan is? Excuse me. I mean, I am an immigrant from like thirty years ago, but hello, yes, of course I do. Okay. And I know you know Tiger Woods. Yes, of course, Jennifer Lopez. Hi. What is right? Jennifer Lopez. Didn't you? No. Mr. <laughs> no. That's Alex Rodriguez. No, she also had that guy. Baby. No, not Tiger yeah, Woods. Yeah, this dude. Yeah, for sure. No. Should we bet? Make a bet. How much? For sure. How much? I bet you're listing. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez never dated uh, Tiger Woods. Look, I'm a man of my word, and if I said should we bet, she dated Mark Anthony. We're she dated bet. Puffy. She dated um, Alex Rodriguez. Dude, she dated that dude that you mentioned. Tiger Woods. Yeah. All right. You see this? We're making a bet. What are we betting? Uh, what do you want? A, a home cooked meal. If I win, if I win, meal. you cook. Okay. If if I'll you win, it. I'll take it. I got that's it. I don't know. This might. I gotta call your husband. This might be dangerous. But <laughs> if I win, you cook. If you win, I cook. Right? Yeah. For sure. All right. Bet. Bet. Okay. So anyway, so 
Yeah, so yeah, I think she crazy. did. She didn't. Um, uh, Not Tiger Woods. Date him. Whatever. Isn't that the guy, the really tall, big guy with uh, blue eyes, green eyes, or no, whatever? That's Alex Rodriguez. Oh, embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> Anyway. So she owes me dinner and she's cooking. I can't wait. No, I didn't. Look, excuse me. I didn't admit that I was wrong, so I could be right, but we oh, shall see. Okay. Well, during halftime, we'll uh, we'll Google it. We'll Google it. So I was mentioning before that mm -hmm. I used to really watch the clock and just wait for time to go by. And as time passed, and it's not about money or. I guess just the way we are and the way we think, we change over time. And then we just learn to appreciate things, you know mm. what I mean? So I really like the time off. I love the time on. I love to work. Nothing changed. Nothing will ever change, in my opinion, even if I have 100 million in the bank, in my opinion. That's just something I really like to do. So I used to watch the clock and now I don't. So I really had a nice time off during the Jewish New Year. And mm. that was uh, Sunday That's night. Right. Happy Jewish Monday New Year. And Tuesday. Happy Jewish New Year. Wow. Yes. yes. Um, a lot of people. Um, you know, and I learned from just notifying different uh, customers that not only those who are Jewish celebrate. Those who follow uh, Kabbalah and um, some other, you know, religious, uh, spiritual ways, they believe in it too. Like mm. they actually celebrate it. Um, we have a couple of people in the office that surprisingly I was in shock to learn that they celebrate the holiday and I had no clue. Yeah. It's just that over the years, I feel like there's so much new to learn and, and I guess just, you know, to learn from other uh, people, family and friends. Um, that they keep it. So yeah, so that was a holiday in the beginning of the week and I loved it. And what I love about when you turn it off, there has to be a balance. For sure. And we need to take time to rejuvenate our bodies, our mind, yes. and our soul. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you 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 need you need to celebrate. Yeah, you do. You need without to electronics. For sure. It's your time <laughs> off. Look, yeah. I mean the Sabbath, it is what it is. It's, yeah. it's your time off and I love it. Um, I just don't like how some people are not aware of the calendar nowadays. People are mm. not aware of the schedule of people's, um, you know, religion and the following of the days and holidays. Um, so they get upset. Like they don't get to speak to you. And yes, all the calls are always answered, whether they call the office or they call me or they look for someone who is working with us. Um, all the calls are being forwarded in business hours, but they still get so frustrated where mm -hmm. sometimes there must be a couple of those who will leave you like nasty messages and, oh, how come you're not answering the phone? Are you running away from me? <laughs> somebody no, somebody asked me if you were like, out of the country. I was like, what? <laughs> Imagine when I am out of the country. I said, oh, my goodness. It's not uh, easy to digest everyone. I was like, I'm only a co-host. to learn how to work with those who really think that <laughs> you're ignoring them. You're not. I'm sure we have and other people have better things to do than to run away from people because it's just that real estate is so important. And when you have yes, the sure. agents underneath you and they're fighting for their money, yeah. unfortunately, sometimes these holidays and these times can be conflicting for them, not necessarily because you're on the schedule. Yeah. 
And so that's the that's that's the that's where we have to give the grace and understand that you know the, these people, including me, these people, me, we need our money and we trying to get these commissions. And unfortunately, sometimes these holidays fall on days. Yeah, I didn't mean agents though, or anyone that. No, 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 like no. That. I mean, I meant no clients. You know. Oh like, no, but it's the same thing. They want them. Yeah. They, they they try to get like sometimes clients. Are, they have a house to sell. They're trying yeah. to get money. They're trying to get funding. So, or, or they're trying to buy something and they want, you know, they're anxious. They want to, they may be, it may be their first investment or it may be their biggest investment. And, and that anxiety is, it's, it's like if we were to practice religion and practice, we would learn to let go of these anxieties instead of letting it dictate and control us. And that's what we up against on both sides yeah. as an agent. And like you said, as a, as a client or a seller, you know, yes. Yeah. Um, you do, I, I always say like, you know, when I leave the country, I used to leave the country for a month, right? Mm -hmm. Every year to visit the family overseas and all. And every time I used to go, well, last I used year you to went to Vegas to visit the family. Vegas, I went for a <laughs> No, you went for a month. <laughs> to Vegas? Yeah, last September. No. Yeah, I remember before I, when you were recruiting me, you were in Vegas. I was like, oh. I was in Vegas in the end of August. I thought but... that was, oh, that was August. I thought it was September. September, yeah, I went to Israel. That's, why, that's when you, you recruited me. Oh, so you must have did back to back. Yeah. Because that's what you said. Oh, this year I'm going to fly you out to Vegas with us. I, I didn't get my trip. <laughs> Okay, now. Yeah, she did, you're did. always invited. Hi. You didn't um, go this year. But no, I didn't go this year because it's not easy. You know, it's no. not easy. And the reason I go is really just to show the kids to the family and um, to be with them because they're not here. If it was up to me, I would never go for a month trip. Um, only because it's super far and 12 month. hour flight. And we go for a month because, dude, you go there and it takes you at least two weeks to just digest and adjust to the hours and the timing and the food and the water, by the way, different water, different taste of everything. I'm not mm. spoiled. I don't care. But you know, the kids, Oh, you know, you have to bring bottle water and the mm. Coke is much sweeter. It's great. But just saying, um, so back to the point, I would never leave for so long. And what I was meaning to say earlier, um, you leave for a whole month. You have everything in control and everything really on point in terms of phone calls and the listings and the showings and the follow-ups mm -hmm. and the work, and you still lose um, a deal or two. Like it's really frustrating where you try to um, just make everyone happy, uh, but whenever you go, you pay the price. Um, and it's not the reason I didn't go this year, but I'm just trying to do some other plan with the family where I'm not going to have to travel so far. Thank God for the kids. You know, they're not easy to work with, so I can't really fly so long. So we're here. Hi. At this time of year, I'm yeah. supposed to be away, and I'm totally with you guys. It's very, and, it's, and loving it. And the thing is, too, is like, it's not like these deals can't close without you, but because right. you're the head and some of these, some clients and some contacts, they want to be reassured by you. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's funny. It's just so. They right away think that I neglect. Right, like right. That. It's just I'm like, really? Like the right everything's right, in contract, right. everything is ironed out, everything, but they just need to hear from you. And it's just it's it's it's, it's a little thing that becomes big that it's just it's the cost of being a boss. You know, that's that's yeah. you know, sometimes you know we could all operate and do what we need to do, but 
people come to you and it's just it's an interesting dynamic of running your own business that you people see when they get into the position of power yeah they don't see the hours sometimes no. i stay in the office until two three o'clock in the yep. morning you know and um it's very frustrating we have to mess up of your game but, but thankfully yes. it's very rewarding once the deals <laughs> close and you walk away <laughs> really with those cool. checks so it's really or direct deposits All or wire transfer right no that's what i'm saying it's very Loving rewarding it. i'm just saying like we, we, we give you both sides of the coin. It's not just all yeah. bad. It is not just all good. It's just it's just a balance. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't even just in case. Cool. So yeah, so that's why I say like being being a boss, this is what you and as a real estate agent, you are your own boss as well. Yeah. So that's the thing. And then you do partner up with somebody asked them a few weeks ago like hey do you work with other companies i'm like you damn right it's just sometimes you could have four or five people on one deal and the deal could be a huge deal so it may take different companies to come together to sell a huge investment even a small one you know and even a small one yeah i picked up a listing mm -hmm. last week picked up a listing last week and like two days into the listing the previous listing agent reaches out to the seller. Hey, I got an offer, blah, blah, blah. Okay. He gets the offer and they continue working. And then I say, hey, now I'm the listing agent. Everything has to go through me, yeah. right? Um, the seller felt like, oh, if it's the other listing agent, I should still be going. No, that's not the way to go. Everything yep. has to go through us, me, whatever. And uh, we started. So my, um, well, his client, his so-called client, you know, the purchaser mm -hmm. came with their realtor mm -hmm. and the previous realtor and me. So that's three people. Right. I had um, that same client of his showing up to the open house that one of our agents showed. So that's four people that could be just in a one family house. Yeah. So there was a, a pretty big chaos with the whole included, not included um, stories, but it's very frustrating, but you have to follow the rules and that's why there are listings. And that's um, why you have contracts. Yeah. And that's when a seller shouldn't even be involved. If you see a listing that's by someone else, you should reach out to that person and find out how to make the deal work. Um, and so goes for the rest of the, you know, um, well, it's nationwide, right? So in every yeah. state, it's the same, even in overseas in israel so i happen to have a family there who works in real estate too mm -hmm. you know what's funny by the way uh -huh. over there you get paid as soon as you put things in contract not until they close wow i gotta move <laughs> <laughs> how crazy yeah they, wow that yeah, is awesome you put something in contract that's it the realtor is out of the game you get paid and bye hey before we continue please download the evening rush app also, please like and subscribe. And also, Chris and Nina Real Estate Podcast on Instagram. Please follow as well. Yes. Good. Yes. Um, and that's it. And then uh, back to the week that we had, right? So we had a short week overall. Those who didn't celebrate did work out there. Um, things are picking up again. You know, whenever the government just I guess brings out those news about um, the raise of the uh, interest rate. People kind of back up and think again and, you know, just stop themselves from planning. So we had some type of a stop and now it's starting to pick up again. 
um, seeing from all the messages that I had over the past few days. Um, but it's definitely picking up. I've been um, around the open houses during the week because, you know, we have the 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. weekly every day for every listing almost. Yeah. So a lot of people come by. Um, and at the same time of them looking into it, it's also nice out in New York. So people are out there looking. And you know what happened to me this week? I went to one of the listings and some guys were playing in the yard. And I'm like, hi, you know, I'm here. Uh, I have a, a, a meeting with a client and I'm going to show the house. They're like, no, you can't be here and blah, blah, blah. I started a whole thing where I saw they were trying to argue. So right away, I called my contact. Um, he comes around to protect me. He was there within two, three minutes. And while I was waiting for him, this dude picks up a two by four and he it's hits the... me on the side of the leg. Can you believe that? Why? Yes. So wow. I just said, long story short, but I was like, dude, don't you see my name on the house? Like, this is a listing that I'm showing and I'm about to have buyers coming to the house. This was so after he hit you or before he hit you? Before. So I said, please, can you step away? Oh, no. I started with his lovely language. So, wow. you know how I get when someone talks to me this way, I answer back. So, I you, you, come Brooklyn right at them. You come out. Yeah. Yeah. So, they kind of were in shock. And then I woke up and said, You have two minutes to get the hell out of here. I'm, you know, I have some people coming by and I have some people that will remove you if that's what I need to do. So, mm-hmm. I turn around and I stand by the street and they were in the yard. And, all of a sudden, they go like, I turned around and I said, before I even said, what the hell, you know, they just acknowledged what they were doing. They dropped it and flew, like ran away. I was, yeah. That yeah was we definitely got to get you. I for, feel, we we got to register I you for feel, a gun and get you to target <laughs> practice. I yeah. got one over there. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, the streets are getting on manageable you guys look out see where you go i am not a person who's afraid oh my god scares me right um but i am not a person who's usually afraid i kind of was afraid not so much i I was in shock like yeah because if you would have kept swinging i still wasn't right i still wasn't really 100 percent at like understanding of what just happened to me obviously he could have hit me someplace else right well you know but, what yeah, what i would love for you to do differently not go alone no uh, go inside make your phone call and then wait for somebody to come and then go they out. were no but they were up front they were in the front yard of the house but you were in the house no i didn't even get a chance to go in oh honestly so you could have feel, sat in your car and waited i didn't your, feel comfortable to go in until my guy was coming not the buyer like well, what i'm saying i is- have a lot of people like all over the places where i kind of have them work and you know watch out security i'm managers. just saying i would have preferred you to stay in your car and then when somebody comes then you you know like just yeah. to have more support but you but, shouldn't you know, feel like that it's like i feel like I, if you give the hand to I, i'm saying, violence it's gonna but go there but I'm if just, you show confidence they I don't know if they if he had a gun instead of a four by four like that's all i'm saying like i'm just thinking like if he had a knife instead of a four by four like i just would yeah. rather if you're in your car you're not gonna you know just yeah no, that's all i'm sure. trying to say like i, I I'm, I'm glad that you i Ended understand you're brave yeah, i understand i you know cookies for that <laughs> like I, I kudos cookies whatever but <laughs> at the same time it could have played out would you yeah. see what's happening with, with people doing some wild things thank wild. god it was only a four by four 
Yeah. And I don't think he hit you. You don't have a black and blue or anything like that, do I you? I do. I do, but I'm okay. I'm okay. And on top of that, next time also, if you're going to confront, record it on your phone. Everything just Everything, happens so quick. I know. Yeah, I know. It's like a car accident, too. Like, listen, if you get in a car accident, take your phone out, record everything, because people incriminate yeah. themselves right away. And then when the cops come, they sing a different yeah, tone. For sure. You know, so that's why I said, if you were to record it, you would have a picture of this guy. You yeah. know, and then he. And what would they, they do? Even if I had, and they go and they got. No, what I'm saying is, you could press charges. Let him out after like. Yeah, but right now, hours. right now, you got a madman on the street that's probably hitting somebody else. Yeah. But I'm anyway, just saying. So also, everyone's good. also, I'm not gonna lie. The camera intimidates people when they yeah, know they're being sure. recorded. Their their aggression. Some people are just crazy, so it may not stop them. But some people think twice because, like, whoa, I'm. Oh sitting, yeah, yeah, you know. camera. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm sure. trying to say. So, that's actually a good idea. Yeah, even maybe if, we'll get like badges with like. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have your Hollywood Hollywood crew following you with your hair, makeup, and camera. <laughs> makeup, oh, we never offend. All makeup. open houses, but yeah, we're in an interesting time here. We see it on the market. We see it with the jobs and yeah. and, and things, and just people and the price of food. And yeah. yes, gas. And it's is not there, in just places. It's like everywhere. don't stereotype New York for a it's second. It's across the. It's across it's the. Everywhere, you yes. guys. Everywhere. Really. Well, you know, our mark. Well, we're going to get into this, but our market is because we're in New York, but the real estate market outside of New York is not. It, it, New York is, is, is decent, but outside of New York, outside of New York, I think I told you last week in, in, and it was in China or somewhere there that people were not paying their bills. And instead of just foreclosing, they're just knocking down buildings. Where? Over in China. Over, yeah. It sounds like something they would do. Yeah. Like, like they, they were just, concreting the people out in. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, you're not paying. They're not even take. They're not even foreclosing. They're just destroying your building. Like, oh, you're not giving us our money. Like, it's just it's gangster, and it's like, and that kind of forecast is trickling. Tri it's a trickle down effect crazy. around the world. And yes, it is. They're probably putting down the buildings with the people inside. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't see that. Though, but yeah, <laughs> imagine. Wow. Wow, you sleep one day and next day you sleeping with God. Like, yeah, that is. Hard. But I don't think anybody. The buildings were vacant, but the but the owners were were deadbeats, and so they just knocked down the buildings. But yeah, so and there's all types of like things happening that because our economy is in influx right now. I heard that um, Biden gave uh, one trillion to. Um, for a war to, like, um Ukraine? Yep. We need the one trillion here. How about that? No, but we pay it. Yeah, we exactly. pay. That's why the about the um the rates, prices. It's crazy. We, we it's, it's it's like why why? But anyway, this is what we have to deal with. So yeah, we have to figure out to exactly. We have to figure out ways to work through this economy and market yeah, it's only and strategize. And that's another reason why, as realtors, as um brokers um homeowners we all have to work together to figure out ways to make it through this economy because guess what if people are not working they're not paying rent then if the rent's not being paid people aren't paying their mortgage it just goes on and on and on and and that's why if you're selling a home and you have a company that's you don't even heard of but they have a buyer Get that money, yeah. you know, because the one number one thing in any any climate, close the deal. Yeah, there is a way to uh, verify. Broke. Yeah, 
co-broke, co-broke when everyone shares commission, whoever is involved in the deal, um, there's a co-broke, there's a broker's fee, um, so that's sharing. But then whoever comes and wants to purchase, even though they have a pre-approval letter, um, doesn't necessarily mean that they have the money in the account because, you know, some people just put things together per, uh, temporarily just to get their pre-approval letter. So always call and find out. There were some uh, incidents where I called yeah. for verification and the banker said, you know what, Nina? Yes, she's more than qualified, but her credit is 610. Mm -hmm. And if she's not 680 by the closing, she has no deal. Or, you know, when it comes to income, oh, I saw the income in the bank, but, you know, she still has to provide pay stubs and proofs that she has this, that, and the third. So it's very important to make sure that we, um, that we have to... Um, it's okay. He's late. Uh, Listen, yes, you have to verify, we but also, verify, also yeah. people, this is something people do. Just because you have money doesn't mean when you're going to buy a home, you could just say, hey, I'm going to buy this luxury car and, and I'm still going to get this house because I have money, but then your credit takes a huge hit because you just bought a luxury car and you're trying to buy a million dollar home, the two don't mix. Yeah, no. So sometimes you have to be careful. And with... It's very seducing too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wonder. They send you mailers. Oh, mm -hmm. your credit is getting better. Come get mm -hmm. a car. I remember a money. certain person when I met them was buying something like, like, oh yeah, I'm buying a new house and I'm sitting there like, but you just got this car. Yeah. No. I ain't going to say who it was, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, we also didn't mention about last week's show. It was very, very um, successful. Okay. Uh, we had a lot of attention, so many views, so many questions that I still have to answer. And I didn't get a chance because of the holiday. So please excuse, by the way. Um, but it was really a um, nice show. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people are waiting on my reply. So for sure. Yeah. The office will answer back and someone what did they just oh no this is the, that's the biggest thing credit hits can like ruin you okay, like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay. like if you you know you could wait you buy the car after the house period yes it's the easiest thing in the world to get a car it's the hardest thing or the most challenging thing unless you're buying a house all cash you know if you're going for a mortgage you know it's a process and you got to go through underwriting and you got to go through so much and they scrutinize every little thing also, you have to have your you have to be in balance. So you have you have to have your credit and your your debt to income ratio has to be what, what is the credit what is it um 70 30 or what, what's the debt every to bank income? is different. That's yeah. why when yeah. people go get pre-approved for a mortgage and they come to us with let's say with one specific bank name, I'm not gonna mention names. Yeah. So specific bank that gives you an approval was that bank gave you one product right mm -hmm. so the bank is one bank so it gives you one product this is what we offer for people with income of so and so and a credit of so and so right but when you go to a banker right to a banker who is a mortgage banker someone right. who will go and to like a realtor banks. right who, who, who they have and then they have different type of products they compare they see if my client has a better credit but maybe a little less of an income or more money in the bank and then better credit or another house and more money in the bank so it depends every um every product is different so that's why it's very important to go to a mortgage banker versus just one bank and that bank may give you a good deal i'm not yeah. saying that it wouldn't but 
at least you know that you tried and exhausted all the options where you know this is what I have and the best deal for me is so right. and so. Um, right. They don't necessarily make your closing costs more money because it's a mortgage broker. Absolutely not. When you go to a bank, they charge you the same. Mm -hmm. Closing costs are closing costs. No one can really uh, control the closing costs in terms of like bank fees. Any other fees that come to, you know, that you could see. So there's a loan estimate, right? So in that loan estimate, you can see what each category is and what uh, what they have it, what, what they charge you for each thing. So then sometimes there's room for negotiations, but in most cases, you want to ensure that you go to a mortgage banker and compare the rates. I mean, yes. compare the products. Because just like a realtor has a couple of, you know, different houses, different listings, mortgage bankers have different products for mortgages. Yes. And it's best to shop around and works for whatever bank or institution is going to give you the best financing. And also, you could ask around, too, to see if you have friends that have different mortgages to see, or even ask your, your um, realtor, um, you know, to see what they know. But just get all the information to make the best choice. Yeah. And that's, that's the key. And, and Sean was saying that he had to, he bought a wedding ring, and he was buying a house, and it set him back because he bought the wedding ring. And so that, that took, he took a hit for the ring and had to wait for his score to go back up. For you, so he could buy the house. So he financed, you mean? Yeah. So he financed yeah, the I think it was engagement probably, ring? Yeah, it's probably like a $50,000 ring, right, Sean? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> like you can answer. I know. Um, but um, so he financed the ring after he no, before, his mortgage? And, no, before oh, he bought okay, his house. Okay, okay, okay. So that's what he was saying on the chat. Though. Got you. Okay. And I'm, I'm just joking about the price. I don't know the price. But um, yeah, yeah. so it's just. Yeah, you know, I didn't even realize. Uh, listen, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation. Yeah. See you soon. Bye. Looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start? The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share.
Thanks again. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to the Chris and Nina Real Estate Podcast. I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Nina. We're yes. just answering the yes. question. Listen, when you get your finance, it's none of our business. If you're buying all cash or you pre-approve wherever you get it from, that's your that's your business. But you give it to us so that when we see something and you see something and we and you like it and you want it, we get on it right away and show that you're serious and you have the financing to purchase the home. That's all that is about. Yeah, don't sleep on it either. Yeah. You know, those expire if you were approved right. more yeah. than 30 days ago. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're still good to go. Most likely you are, but... Like 30 to 45 days. Yeah, but then, um, you know, some realtors wouldn't even open up until you provide the funds. Some people find it insulting when you don't want to take them to see the place unless you send them that proof of funds. But mm -hmm. they don't get it that, hey... You go to a house and you love it and you're just being reckless and going to see and wanting to purchase a home. Meanwhile, dude, you're not even qualified. So whose time is wasted? Right. That's that's why you have to always so, have your money right. And, yeah. and as an agent, we have to always know we're dealing with somebody that's serious. Right. They could be like serious and have the money and everything, but then they can't purchase another home because mm -hmm. they already have a house or whatever. It could be a million reasons, but... It's very important to get pre-approved. And then once you do, you're a king. Yes. You could do whatever you want. All you need to God. do, you are, because all you have to do is pick and choose which house you want. Yes, indeed. You know, so it's power, literally. It's power. When you get pre-approved, the bank says, dude, pick a home. I got That's you. Right. Yep. So it's a it's a good thing to, to get pre-approved. You want to do it because... That's your um, power, I guess. That's yes, your confidence in going and looking at houses. So with the this week, we're talking about New York being one of the best markets in the world. Yes, the benefits of investing in New York City market. Nina, did you know there is a $250 million condo for sale right now? In the city? In the city. Yeah. Someone's being flown from Dubai to come and buy this house for 200 There's hotels selling for less than this condo. It's a three-story, a three-floor condo at the top of a building, a penthouse suite. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I don't I have the address, so. but it's, but nowhere else in the world you're going to find an apartment for that. And this ain't there was an apartment last year. There's, there's always New York holds value because we are the mecca of the world. People come from everywhere to buy a piece of this city. Yeah. And that's why, and 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 even though that's the top of the top when it when you're talking about billionaires coming to buy an apartment, but it trickles down to the lower income and also those buying investments to rent. So it's 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 the value holds from the top and it stays steady at the bottom. What, what do you, what do you say? Yes. Um, as for the income, right? So it used to be a lower market for the rentals, which triggers eventually to a lower cap. Mm -hmm. But this is the reason that the city put together a higher um, limit for the rentals. So both city FEPs, section eight, 
um, soda, whatever, all these programs that are providing help and assistance to family need, yeah. they raised their limits nowadays. So, for example, you used to have a one-bedroom apartment from 1560. Now it's 1945. This is nice. That's a very big difference, you know? Mm -hmm. So they raised it. So for them, landlord, to be able to purchase and have a nice cap. Plus, who pays the rent? The city. So you know that your check will come every month in the mail. You don't have to wait for those cash buy, uh, cash uh, payers. Not that I'm belittling any cash payer renter, right? But in case you are going for a multifamily home, stabilized or not, in case they are being paid from the city, your money is promised. Um, and you know that the amounts are very competitive to cash yeah. Uh, renter or to a program tenant. A lot of people call us and they say, hi, do you accept program tenants? Absolutely. In my opinion, I would want a um, program tenant. That's guaranteed money. For sure. So there are many people who stopped paying the rent. Yes. There are many people who also didn't provide documents to renew those um, program programs that, you know, are currently uh, in force. But uh, of course, you have to ensure that they're on top of their game. Uh, some people need to renew it every six months. Some people yeah. need to renew it every five years. Some people have to renew it every year or two years. So that's your um, point of researching or whoever's bringing you that tenant, that realtor, they need to do that due diligence and ensure that you're in good hands, whether they run a background check, court history check, um, credit income verification, money in the bank, where they come from, where they've been and where, why they're leaving the place that they're at now. So there's so much research that everyone needs to do. It's really crucial. It's not just to get a renter. Now um, that the city raised it, it's easier. It's more comfortable. It's better and more profiting yeah. to get, you know, a city FEPS or whatever, Section 8 tenant. Again, I am as a landlord, I would accept, you know, program tenants. Regardless of the fact that it's not really legal to not accept uh, programs. I just don't do rentals so much, but I do know that there are sellers out there who restrict their realtors from, you know, bringing in people who, um, who are tenants, who are, who are um, city, city voucher right. uh, tenants. And not only that, in New York City, you have hot, like uh, called New York City Hollywood, where you have shows and movies that are constantly being filmed. And they also rent properties and hold properties when they're in town, uh, on top of foreigners coming and moving to New York. Um, you have the local sports teams that also, when players get traded yeah. and come, they may rent or they may buy. There's just so many, New York City is so, like you have sports teams in other towns, but you don't have movies being shot there consistently. Yeah. We have studios, what is it, right downtown Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, you know, like we just, there's Brooklyn and also in Queens, there's a studio. Um, and also we used to have the soaps in Manhattan. So there's always stuff being filmed yeah. and that creates revenue that goes to maybe somebody moving for a job to New York and renting. Um, Amazon was supposed to come and move down in Queens. That didn't happen. But there's other companies that move their businesses to New York and it creates revenue in terms of real estate, people needing either a place to live to rent or buying a home because they're going to be here for the next 10 or 20 years for their job per se. So the benefits of investing in New York, it just, it goes, it's just, it's more than just one thing. It's, it's, it's a, it's a combination of people moving for work, 
businesses buying into the city constantly, um, sports. It, it's just being in New York and owning real estate, the value always goes up because we always have these positive changes. Yeah. So it's good to invest. It's very good to, uh, to purchase because of that cash flow, the equity, yes. you know, the appreciation, the value, and it's in New York. So you can't really go wrong. No, uh, New York is a place like you mentioned, it's a very strong market. It's very known. It's so popular. I feel like everywhere in the world, you mentioned New York. Oh, you're from New York. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone has a history, some type of experience or someone they know somewhere they've been or worked with or, you know, so New York is New York. And someone just asked about Section 8. Um, yes, you can get Section 8 in case you want information. Yeah, Again, they still have vouchers. It's not something I do, but I can introduce to the right people and ensure that you guys get on that list. Um, also, there's, there's constantly lotteries for affordable housing um, that happen. That's not our cup of tea, but that also happens in New York. It's very competitive, but there's yeah. been... I know I know a few people that have gotten um, apartments um, through lottery for affordable housing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's available. But it's just amazing. The city is one of the it's the in my opinion, it's one of the most beautiful cities yeah. in the world. So when you're when I am introducing New York to people and they're coming as a buyer or an investor, it's a it's a it's an it's an amazing process to see them make a purchase and transition their life to become a New Yorker. Yeah. Um, what would you say the very first step of someone who just sold their home, mm -hmm. their property, their investment, whatever it is, has money and is ready to invest? What do you think? Now he's ready to purchase. What What do we do from here? Now he's got the money. He calls you up, hey Chris, you got some sell for me. How much money are we talking? So investing in a multifamily house. So let's go for, he has, you know what? It doesn't even have to be an all cash deal, right? Because sometimes they could take a mortgage when right. something is up and running. So let's say he's got, for the meaning of this example, $2 million. He wants to purchase a $1.5 million uh, three family. Yeah. Okay. What do we do? You want to start or you want to go ahead. You okay. I had a different scenario, but go ahead. You because I had a client that was purchasing um, a $5 million building. Okay. And he had $10 million. Okay. Right. And he purchased the building, but he didn't have to use any of his 10 million. He got sellers financing. The seller financed the building and gave him a good rate. And so he got the building without having to spend any of his cash. So you're saying seller finance for the entire amount of the five mil? Yeah. That's a lucky move. Yeah. That's like winning the lottery right there. Yeah. Okay. So seller finance. Seller finance is just get me out of my misery. Mm -hmm. Take the building. Yep. Don't pay me money. But give me little by little. And for the fact that I'm waiting as a seller, you pay me interest on the money. So yes. some people take between 10. 20% a year. And then there was probably be a down payment or whatnot. So I'm skipping that part. But yeah, it was probably some like, yeah, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't the whole five mil, but I'm saying he didn't drop. It, it was cheaper than him just buying it outright all cash. Right. So it's all, you always want as the seller to have some skin in the game, right? 
Because if you don't, if they don't, if the buyer doesn't have skin in the game, why should he care? Why should he run after it and try to finish up? Right? So there are a lot of factors to that. So if a place is already up and running, you could be taking out a mortgage. All right. So 70% uh, loan to ratio, meaning again, if it's five mil, whatever, down. 30% down, um, then the rest of it is mortgageable. Um, and then you want to calculate the cap. What's your cap rate, right? The cap rate you calculate by adding all your income together and then you negate those expenses, whatever that equals to, right? You divide it by the purchase price. Mm -hmm. And that amount, whatever that gives you, that's your cap rate. Now, how do we know what to deduct, what's a right um, expense, what's a future expense, what's a tentative expense. Sometimes you need to take, like some people don't know that they just need to negate 5% for uh, a rental, 5% of the rental of yeah. the income, right? You have to take it off. That's part of your expenses. So when calculating these things, you want to ensure that you run the right cap. Some people just calculate it real quick. Oh, what's my all in? Right. Those are my expenses. That's my cap rate. Absolutely not. You have to be careful on what it is that you're including and look out for what it is that you may not be including. So the best people to do the right cap are obviously realtors. And then once your realtor had done it, I would also go to my attorney and run it by them. And then the next thing you know, you want it. You like the cap rate. You like the price. Obviously, you like the building. Mm -hmm. Okay. You go there. You feel it. I'm a little spiritual, so I'm all about, you know, purchasing. Back in the day, you know, I used to buy houses without even seeing them. Wow, because the numbers work. Or sometimes I just go and if I feel it in my blood, then I said, okay, back in time. Um, nowadays, you know, I'm just, just, I am a realtor. Yes. That's what I do, but I calculate. I make sure. I would never sell something to someone if I didn't buy it myself right so our name is important to us so we need to make sure that they come back and then um back to the investing right yeah. so the bankers also for that you have different type of products for commercial loans if it's i think it's above four family then it's already a commercial loan yeah so you just want to make sure that um your banker is also good enough to provide you with different type of um not necessarily interest rates but the products of who gives you the best deal so once you go, once you like everything, the deal makes sense. You go into contract and you put a down payment on contract. Mm -hmm. And um, that's when you want to ensure that all the income, if the building is occupied and they tell you, okay, this is what it makes. And those are the numbers that you calculated for your cap rate. You want to ask them for the six months, at least six months proof of income for those tenants. Yes. And then some people like to play games. So they say, oh, they pay us cash. Oh, this one pays no, me sell. Oh, no. this one pays me this and that. No problem. Whatever it is, get me proofs. Six months at least. Some people go way above and beyond and ask for a year. Fine. That's normal to ask. Uh, but six months is really more doable. Three months, I would never. But at least six. And you also need to check to make sure some of the apartments are rent control, so you have to factor that in. That's not a bad thing, but also that's part of your overhead for what, you know, when you're balancing your budget, you have to know these things. Right. So you have the rent control, 
you have the rent stabilized. Right. And right. what do you ask for those to see what the history of the rentals are? Right. DHCR. So that's something that the sellers get um, from the city. And if they don't have it, they, they apply for it. I'm meaning they order it. Okay. It costs a couple of bucks and you order it and they send it to you. Um, and then when it comes to um, the proof, right? So they send you proof of income. So some tenants pay in addition to that DHCR report. So they show you what the building is making. And then some of the tenants pay out of pocket and they add. It's an out of pocket type of, um, you know, rent. So if the DHCR shows that your building made ABCD or whatever, um, tenants sometimes total rent is 1600 DHCR shows 13 show me the proof for the 300 that they've paid in the past six months so that's really a proof of payment you want to ensure that this is what it is and then the building itself some building have um the antennas on top like you right. know the um t-mobile or verizon and you get antennas. money from that is oh you get right. so much money yes that's a lot of money it's you, profitable. But sometimes mm -hmm. these buildings don't come with the sky rights. They may sell you the land, but mm -hmm. they keep the sky rights. So that may not, that may or may not be part of the deal. Correct. Plus, um, sometimes tenants don't like it. You know, I wouldn't want to live in a building with an antenna on top mm -hmm. of my head, like kids, no kids, whatever. It's a lot of radiation. But don't take my word for it. Some of them are not that bad, but that's an option for you as a purchaser to make more money to have antennas on top of the building um and with regards to the building itself you have the water the water lines you want to make sure that old buildings have lead paint lead paint travels and can get through water pipes not right, only so you that, have to change that yeah not only that some houses have pipes that are really really contaminated with lead that it traveled through the main so that's not even your business anymore. That's the city the that city. has to get involved. Yes. So that's something you have to check. Then utilities. So you have electric, how many meters, gas, whether it's gas or oil. Is there a tank, environmental control, uh, environmental um, issues to check if there are any uh, environmental issues underground. Um, so there's a lot to investing, but once you get it and you go through the work and you finally realize that that's your best building right you do that it's not easy but hey new york and overall it's an older country things get old and we replace them and don't and, go crazy it's and, normal and the thing is that in the new york city market we hold value and the value goes up some years more than others but unless yeah i don't uh, it's rare that New York City value goes in the opposite direction. So the benefits of investing in New York City is always a win-win. But how you manage and run through your numbers and also stay on top of the type of tenants that you're inheriting. Um, also, now it's pretty, pretty much, I don't think anybody really sells there. It's really, unless you have a new construction home, and to get the sky, the, the sky rights, it's people are not selling that. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, there are yeah. you know situations. There are divorces, death in the families. God forbid, uh, people leave the country. People get relocated for work. And you can luck up and benefit on those sky rights, but that's probably the best way to get that 
um, on top of, like I said, a new construction. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's there, it's out there. You just have to, like I said, like to reach out to a good realtor and to look out for your best investment. Uh, not all the time it's on the market. Um, and sometimes it's attached, you know, attached to a problem. Sometimes there are bad tenants. Um, so I just picked up a listing today, for example, two family in Canarsie mm -hmm. with two bad tenants. And you know what? The couple who owned it, they got a divorce wow. because of misagreements and the headache and the work and just the chaos that this brought into their lives because they made bad choices. They had mm. people take in together with this building. They didn't do any research. They didn't do any work of where, you know, they were coming from credit, all that. Very sad story. But you know what? Um, I think I got them to talk again. Okay. <laughs> I got them to talk again. Yeah, that's for sure. After a very long time. So, um, yeah, so back to that. It's important to know what you get yourself into. Um, and overall, it's best to bring in your own tenants, but it doesn't necessarily mean that those no. who are there already aren't good. Just work your way through and make sure that you get all the necessary And, and not only that, life happens for everyone and mm -hmm. things can start off great. And then you just never know where someone could pass away or lose their job or get sick. Uh, medical bills are, you know, it's, it's tough. So you can have the best interest or the tenant can have the best interest mm -hmm. and life just happens. And so that's why I said it takes a team. It takes a village to do real estate. It's just not a one-stop shop for anyone. Right. You know, and you never know. You could be blessed and never have these issues. But sometimes things happen and you have to have a team that you can call that can maybe like, yes, we do foreclosures. Um, we don't necessarily find um, rentals, and but we have a great team of, of other people that we know that we can steer you in the right direction of something that we don't do. We just picked up a 44 unit building, by the way, but yeah, I don't know. If you in the Bronx, right? In the Bronx. Yeah. yeah. We don't really do rentals. That's not our expertise. Um, we do um have this building in the bronx now that we got so a lot of um apartments are coming it's gonna be it's nice it's beautiful it's new construction so we're gonna post it soon we haven't been so active on the five borough um instagram lately we've been so busy um but yeah. we will definitely put well i had the holiday the and then yeah. a bunch of birthdays and sure. everything so we're getting back into the season and oh speaking of which at the bakery they want to um I'm probably gonna do a holiday show from there, maybe. Oh, Go and we need a holiday party again. Yes, indeed. You went? Were yes, you? Yes, I was. That's before you I joined. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, you sat me December. by. December. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Before your but birthday. But the party, the the, the um <laughs> the holiday party is coming up. We're gonna close it. I don't know where. And it's gonna be in the same place. Nah. Oh, okay. Different all the time. Oh, I don't know. That was out. that was my first experience, and you didn't take me to Vegas yet, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe we could go instead of a holiday party. Well, go to Vegas. We're a big group, yeah. though. I don't think it's gonna be so yeah. fun. It's so, when it's too many people, it's just a little too much sometimes. But. Oh, but the holiday party was yeah. We gave yeah. our calendars. Holiday said, party. Maybe we could do RSVP and invite some people. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have all okay. the people involved okay. with the podcast come on the holiday party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this year be bigger than ever. Let's do that. Maybe even do a day of the podcast 
and then start the party. Hey, if you're listening out there, if you have any feedback for us, please hit us on Instagram at Chris and Nina Real Estate Podcast um, on IG. Um, And yes, we it's been a show. It was really fun. Yes, it was a lot of information, and I hope we taught you a little bit. Always ask us and inquire, and you know, just share. It's always good to ask. It's always good to learn. And we're here to do that. That's what we do. Yes. And thank you so much for tuning in. And we'll see you next week. Yes. Have a good night. Yes. God bless. Bye. Bye.